Oh my gosh. Have you guys seen the drama on freaking about Kick and Drake on Twitter? Oh my god. <laughs> no. The entitlement oh. that people have just blows my effing mind, dude. Yeah, it's Wait, ridiculous. was that that really long post about like people threatening to like quit streaming because people won't give subs and all that stuff? Yeah, so okay, so basically what happened was they kick announced that Drake was gonna do live stream, they did some gambling stream or whatever, and they were he was going to gift like 20k worth of subs out to just random streamers yeah like 100 100 subs a piece yeah so basically what happened was uh some streamers they chose were you know they weren't the one to two viewer streamers you know what i'm saying there were maybe a hundred or a couple hundred or something they're still small streamers but they got gifted subs and instead of people being happy for other people there's a lot of like uh streamers that got on and just started bitching about it and how yeah. it's not fair you know uh, there's small streamers that work hard blah 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 and they were being completely just self-centered and asshole-ish about it. <laughs> it, it it was ridiculous is what it was like like cool 100 subs or whatever and then and then the dude that got raided by dre was the worst the worst about what like it like he got shit on so bad oh, big e yeah oh yeah dude. yeah and that guy's been grinding he's been working his butt off to get where he's at and like he's yeah. still a small so big e rob no 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 big e oh, yeah okay. uh yeah that one was ridiculous it, it, it was just it yeah it's one of those like be thankful for what you got you know exactly. what i'm saying like dude really are you are you really gonna have like a sour ass about you you didn't get gifted subs or you you think someone else deserves it more like really it ain't your money dude yeah <laughs> you know Be i saw grateful. something about that but it was i think it was a different situation but it was somebody that had posted uh screenshots about how um these people that like they're ba they're basically like supporters right and they they're usually gifting subs and then whenever they don't these people are like messaging them offline like having a conniption to fit about it and everything and like even like saying really offensive stuff to them and yeah you know like yeah calling them names and all kinds of stuff like <clears throat> that's what i was seeing <clears throat> but i don't know if it's related to that or not it, it, no that one's yeah. not necessarily but you know the thing about it is, is i've seen a lot of stuff like that like and somebody made a good point uh blue thunder actually made a very good point you know, he's like, if you have to rely on gifted subs to make a living, you're not doing this right. Yeah. Love you too, Marley. But yeah, like it, that's, you know, and, and he's got a very good point. Like, yes, gifted subs are great. But if you want to establish a community, you have got to keep those those monthly subs coming in, yeah. you know, and you've got to get those consistent. Well, I think I like what we're doing with this here right now like we're we're starting this small right from the ground up gr granted we all have our friends and community that everybody comes together you know and uh, and supports but from the ground up like we're we're putting out one podcast a week uh we're, we're gonna be we put up a short we've posted the podcast to youtube got it up on spotify so like we're branching it out and i'm gonna try to add another platform but 
I think that's like the right way to do it because the stream itself is three hours. So now we got to figure out like chopping that up into bits and putting additional content out there like YouTube and Spotify because that's how you bring people in. But I think a lot of people get caught up in just streaming for 12 hours and well, that's fine every now and again, but man, that is, that's a, that's an effing grind, you know? Well, I mean, the thing about it is, is in no matter what streaming platform that you have, there is zero discoverability, no matter what, like no platform yeah. has a good discovery for, you know, the smaller guys, you know, and when I say smaller, I'm talking people less than 20 viewers consistent, you know, there's still nothing there for the 20 and below. You know, so you have got to branch out to those other ways to be able to up what you're going to see consistently on stream. And that's where you're going to stay with that consistency. Once you get that consistency is when everything starts to grow. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, man. That You bring all those people to your live, you know, eventually. Yep. yep you start with the other platforms. I have, have we thought about Instagram? I mean, that's, that's I use that on my business side, but Instagram can be pretty... I, I yeah I, I think so too I have a love hate with Instagram right now because it's probably just personal and I shouldn't take it personally but Instagram <laughs> I, have one. Uh, I used to post uh, shorts or what are they reels on Instagram reels. Mm -hmm. yeah and I was getting like thousands of views on every freaking uh video I have one that has 750k on it like these are the same ones I was posting on TikTok and stuff and they were doing super well followers are coming in and then all of a sudden one day i just got shit on like now i get if i post one i get like luckily 120 views it's the same style of content it's the same uh you know comedy com comedic meme type relief i didn't change it, like the method that i did it the times i posted nothing and it just shit on me all of a sudden one day and i Instagram's posted a tricky thing yeah i posted several times after that and same thing just just crapped on with the views i'm like what the hell happened where i was getting <clears throat> pushed hard and then all of a sudden it got cut off cut off at the knees the so. problem is with instagram what i've because i have to do a lot of research on this because that's my primary platform for marketing for my business is they're constantly changing the the primary type of content that they're pushing out to more viewers and stuff because there's so many other platforms that they're trying to you know they're trying to compete with all of it i i literally had a um there's somebody i follow i absolutely love them um <clears throat> and she posted something not too long ago and she was like stop fucking creating content you don't like because so many people and you know like the entrepreneur area of you know, where i'm i'm hanging out a lot is we were all kind of creating content because it's what we thought the algorithm wanted. And it was just kind of getting really, it sucked because we were all hate. We didn't like what we were creating. It took all the fun out of it. If it was even fun for you to begin with, it took even more fun out of it. And um, so you just yeah. like, stop creating content you don't like, you know, yeah. to beat the algorithm or whatever. Just keep being consistent and eventually it will pay off. And yeah. that was... It works for them. I mean, I I haven't been able to do it, but you know, <laughs> more power to them. But it was it was yeah. a good article because it was all about that whole chasing the algorithm, which you could really apply to any platform. Yeah, for sure. Well, but every platform pushes different things. 
right. you know, on but what they think is great. Yeah. So much because they're like, oh, this one's doing this and this one's doing that. Let's push long form content. Now let's push short form content. Now let's push reels. Now let's push portrait versus square. You know, it's all the different. Yeah. It's constantly changing. Yeah. Well, and it, go ahead. Sorry. Well, Jay said something about man consistency without the views is tough. Jay, I was there once. I was it, like, and then and the thing about me is editing defeats me. Like, I need to learn how to edit. I need to hit hit the ground and do it. But just you know, work all that stuff is just really hard to dedicate something to it. You know, and I got I know I got to carve out the time and all that stuff. Like, I know what I need to do. But anyway, I hired a fucking editor. That's what I did, and I posted every day. And in thirty days, I grew fifteen hundred followers. You know, but I stayed consistent at it. And what that did is eventually it actually added my uh, the for two months. I watched it and my average viewership actually went up by two and a half people. And that's not much. But out of a thousand followers on a whole nother platform to bring in, I say that's all right. Yeah. You know, and my stuff wasn't the greatest content out there. Or whatever, but I was getting some consistent views, and those views were actually converting into follows. And that's what you got to stick to. Like, you know, I'm the world's worst. I'll stream, I'll get tunnel visioned into the game that I'm playing, and I'll, you know, look at chat when I get a chance where I need to flop that and be more engaged with chat than I do with the actual game. And that right there, that one little piece right there will start to kind of grow you. Mm -hmm. It will. It's it's tough to see the translation sometimes, though. Um, I know I was doing TikToks probably every other day for a while, and they were doing really well, in my opinion. I, I was laughing at them, so I figured, if shit, if I'm laughing at it, then, you know, if I'm having a good time watching that, maybe somebody else mm -hmm. will, too. But I did also notice a little bit of more of an average viewership over on Twitch, um, probably somewhere around the same but i think it was you know people that followed uh and then was like oh man what am i missing out on so they'd come and like hang out in the stream more often yep. than than before so see i and that's more that engagement or more viewership i should say on tiktok but the yeah. content that i'm posting on tiktok is completely different because i don't I don't use my TikTok strictly for business. I use TikTok as more of the social behind the scenes aspect of my life. Yeah. And it's funny because even on my business, on my, like on my Wolf and Willow TikTok, I mean, uh, Instagram, the reels that get the most views for me involve wine. Every time I make a wine <laughs> reel or about drinking or something like that, those are the reels that do the best. And it's on my business account. <laughs> like, but yeah. for some reason, that's the, the ones people like the most. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, like the, the TikTok ones or whatever, she would, she would kind of do the, um, she would take the, the, the popular stuff, but then change it to how that interacts with our life. Cause that's kind of the behind the scenes of our life is what that TikTok mm -hmm. was. Yeah. And they would do really well, mm -hmm. you know, because I, it, a while back, you remember that one where it was talking about, you know, you want a freaking blonde, you know, five foot seven, blonde hair, blue eye, all that bullshit, right? Or whatever. Yeah, you guys, that viral yeah, one. Was... Yeah, and then she, it, what user she did is, it, in the transition, she did 404 user not found, and that one did really, really well, because you got the people looking for it, they're like, and probably a bunch of pervs, but whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you get the, okay, where's the, they're working up to it, and then boom, 404 user not found, and it's just, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. 
but how she translated it and the creativeness that she has is, it was hilarious. I've just not been creating content lately. It's been one thing after another. It takes a lot of time to do it. It does. It really, like, I've spent, uh, you know, the, the one video, you guys probably all seen it, the one where I cut in the dildos instead of the Cali sticks from the Cali Call sticks, of Duty clip. Greatest. People love that video, clip. but you know, I had to do that frame by frame. Yeah. And I had to do it twice, three times over because it's layers of video. So I had to cut each thing out frame by frame and the thing's 15 seconds long. That video took me about 15 hours to make. Yep. That's a lot of time. It, and well, I, it was hilarious, you know, but like, that's a lot of time, you know? Well, can, can I put a, can I put in a shameless plug real quick? Do it. For the wife or whatever, Shame because... Book. She's been oh, yeah. working her fucking ass off at this business, and then the biggest creator on the platform that the website she designs on, she made the top 12 finals for one of their templates. So dope. It was a contest that, awesome. that they did. Is it still going? Because I went over there and did the did the vote thing or whatever. It is still going, yeah, yes. I think, it, I think the votes closed or are closing this weekend or something like that. I okay. think they're supposed to announce the winner tomorrow. So. You got uh, if you could put the link in, put the link in the chat, dude. I'll go find it real quick. Say yeah. he can probably find it. Yeah, it was one of those things. Like I, it's and this kind of goes into what I was gonna, I was gonna say something or talk about something Jay said earlier too, because it's kind of in the same vein. IG is more motivational now versus funny and such, which TikTok is, which is somewhat true. Um, I would say a lot of. Instagram content creation is more business and entrepreneurship focused. Not that there's not yeah. other things, but it's def that's definitely the primary, which is why it's my primary marketing platform. Whereas TikTok is kind of more a catch all yeah. for anything, um, particularly just fun content creation. But uh, yeah, what I like about Instagram is the um, in our circles, it's there's a lot of community over competition kind of thing. And even though this company makes and sells some of the same things I do. Um, they have a really, really big supportive community and they're always about lifting other people up. And so, um, and I love working, other other clients will hire me to to work with their templates. So I'm, you know, familiar with working with their stuff and everything. And so yeah. they had this contest and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. You know, they're giving out 500 bucks for it or whatever, but uh, it was just a lot of fun to be in like a just a little small community of people all kind of doing the same thing and mm. like i looked at their designs too and i'm like damn why didn't i think of that you know like, <laughs> i wish i had designed some of those it is. i'm tiny i am not as tiny as i used to be jay definitely guys go on that link and make sure you comment uh on that post fresh you need to here i'll tell you what the tag but go look at the other designs too, because there's some really, there's some other really great, really great designers out there that made some really great stuff. So that's what you need to do on that. Oh wait, I typed it wrong. Not will. <laughs> delete no. that. Delete that. <laughs> Wilf. <laughs> All right. Uh, deleted. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> Wilf. There we go. <clears throat> he was thinking. What is that? Wilf. Milf. Uh, I was gonna say. I think. I think we just changed <laughs> mom to woman. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, my phone is still on. Fuck. They were all very clean. It's okay. But I have to be, be biased. biased. It's okay. 
It's okay. To I be just biased. wanted it to be fair because Tuna was like, I'm going to run around my office and steal people's phones. I'm like, I do not want to spam this contest and make it unfair just because I have, you know, friends. That's, you know. Well, I didn't have enough time to go steal people's phones. Let's be honest. All votes are that. Oh, I know. No, I had, to rush, I, told, I had to rush home. I told him that too because there's a lot of uh, the designers have more followers on Instagram than I do. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I probably won't win because a lot of them just have a bigger following than I do. Um, but you know what was great is all of us, instead of going on our own Instagrams and being like, go vote for me, we were like, hey, here's the link. Go vote for your favorite. Because ultimately, that's what we all wanted everybody to do. And you still got exposure regardless. So, you know, I, in fact, I've had one client book a call, potential client book a call with me just from that contest. So that's a, that's a win. Well, oh, it, yeah. it, it, so when we, went to, mm -hmm. when we went to Arizona for that, that conference that she had for the platform she designs on or whatever, like that whole, that whole community in general, I wish every single that it's related to life. I, I wish that we could copy and paste that, put that into society today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of bringing everybody down, everybody was bringing each other up. You know, like they would do like... And we all do the same thing. Yeah, and they all do the same thing. They're all competing with each other, but they're doing the exact... All doing the same stuff. You well, know, I, like the owner of, of this yeah. competition. She I, literally loved Ashley's template customization that she did for another client. I think it's okay in, in a lot of spheres like that. It, that one, even this streaming one, to lift people up and to recognize, like, quality. You know what I mean? When someone's putting mm -hmm. some quality stuff out there, it's okay to recognize it, even though you do the same thing. Yeah. There's, I think that there's more than enough to go around. There really is. <laughs> that's one of the things that we say in our community a lot is there's room at the table for everybody. And that's because we, we recognize the good ones anyway. We recognize that I am not for everyone just like you are not for everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we all have our own type of people that we attract and that we are better suited to work with. And if I'm not the right person, then, hey, I know another designer who's really great that I think you would connect better with. And so that's why it's like, but, you know, a lot of people, especially when they're first starting out, they're just hungry for everything because they yeah. have, you know, they, they need every little bit they can get. And what happens, especially in, in you know, the entrepreneur community is, They'll take on nightmare clients, clients that they do not have any interest or desire in working with, but they'll do it anyway, just because. And then once you kind of get more established, you realize, okay, it's okay to turn away work. It's okay to be like, you know what? I don't think we're a good fit, but I've got a referral network of people I can send you to. It's the same thing with streamers, right? If they come to your stream, it's okay if some people do not want to watch your stream because ultimately yeah. you only want the people that are your people coming to your stream and watching. And that's, it's the same thing in the business community. So, but, the, and that's why I think all of us were kind of like, um, you know, I know that my style is not the same as her style and maybe her style is really more of what you're looking for. So, and so we're able to support each other in a way, but it's, it's really cool. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, the local fight community and jujitsu community are the same way. Like gyms will work together. You know, mm -hmm. they'll uh, one gym will come work out with the other gym for a month or so, and then go to a different one. And there's not no like, oh no, you're you're going to be fighting those people. 
in the future. Like, no, we welcome you. Welcome that, you know. Yeah, they can't take everyone. I mean, if one gym took every single person, that there's yeah. no way it wouldn't work. So you almost have to have that, you know, ability to spread and share. Well, but even coaching styles are different, you know, in that aspect. You know, you may learn in one side, you know, learning. There's so many different ways to learn. Like, Ashley, she'll read something and she'll be able to apply it. And I'm like, I'm reading something. And I'm like, He's I, you know, I'm <laughs> racked out. But yeah. yet, whenever she she'll read it and then she'll help me out with it. And then, boom, I'm good to go. To read it. Yeah, I have zero re- reading comprehension. Like, I have to read something five, six times to actually comprehend what it's saying. Yeah, he's verbal. I had to, like, even with his testing, like, in the military, I had to, like, t- I finally, for tech, took his books, his CDCs and everything, and I read them to him. We sat down, and I read through them, and then I read them to him, and I had to create questions out of the material for him. And that's how he... So I know so much more about being a cop than most wives do because <laughs> I've literally had to go through and learn all of his material to teach it back to him. <laughs> That's how I am too. That, but I mean, and Skip, you can, and AG and Ash, we we can kind of correlate that because we all, you know, we all fuck with each other, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Because I mean, we fuck with her because she's an officer. But you know, the, <laughs> the rest, <laughs> the you know, the, it, we all I try sit there. Yeah, we all shit talk each other, right? You know, all the time. But yet we all have specific jobs to do. And when you get a bunch of different branches around each other, guess what? It, you can actually get a lot of shit done because you're getting a different demographic of cultures together, you know, from different services. And it's actually scary what can happen when that it's, happens. It's diversity that causes that. So you have all these different patterns of thought from people that do things certain ways. And when you put it all together, generally, you can come up with, like, the best way. Mm-hmm. As long as everybody's some, receptive. Uh, well, I mean, each is yeah. a finger yeah. to, together, they can form a fist. There you go. Like What'd you say, AG? What so kind of plug did you put in? Except for the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> they're too busy <laughs> having their... Like, they're too busy having their manservants do everything for them. I, okay. <laughs> I will say hey. this, okay. I okay, so in the Navy, like all militaries have instructions, right? They have standard operating procedures. So I went to uh Ellsworth Air Force Base. And uh-huh. we and we I actually I like it over there. It's kind of nice. South Dakota. Beautiful. Rapid City, you know, all that shit. Anyway, we didn't have uh, ability or instruction from uh, the Air Force to be able to do a hot refuel on a plane, which basically is just a plane with an engine turning, and yep. you refuel it while it's turning so it can take right back off. A hot pit? Hot pit, yeah. So what we had to do is all of us came together, like everybody. I mean, there was like O5s, O4s, their little secretaries and everybody with them in this big auditorium, and basically just... Uh, it was a meeting of the minds. Like we, we put procedures together, our side, their side, and, uh, the amount of manpower that was thrown into it. And three days later, we had a, an amazing product and it was signed off, ready to go. And we could operate in the Navy. Shit like that takes like months <laughs> to get done. <laughs> Bureaucratic red tape. 
Dude, I'm telling you what, man, they put so much manpower on it and they and they wanted it done and wanted it done right. And like we had a little like E4 up there, airmen just fucking typing away on a PDF, just you know, and everybody's like throwing their stuff out there and like it just came together so well, man. It and like I think the base the base commander, I think he was a full bird or something. Uh uh, he he was in there for a moment, you know, like saying you're you're in charge of this, you know, you have the overall oversight of this, and I mean, it was it was fantastic how well it worked, how well that was the best experience I've had, like administratively sitting down and figuring something like that out. It is is dangerous, and there's a lot of red tape to cut through, and mm-hmm. we managed to get it done in three freaking days. If that was us in the army combat arms would be like oh you might die shut the fuck up go yeah <laughs> that's what it would have been that's Dude. exactly how it went yeah. the, the sergeant yeah. major would have been like stop being a pussy what i've seen though ag is like you know, being deployed with the army guys, because like I know the culture around the army or whatever, it's very rank rank structured. Ranks, yes. It, it like the navy very, is very. like that too, though, right? Especially between enlisted and officer. Yes, uh, at Absolutely. certain levels. Extremely oh, okay. rank structure here. Very well, yeah, in the army. I didn't I realize mean, the army was. I always knew the navy was. The one thing, the one thing that I've learned about the army or whatever is i don't care who you are in the military uh if you're a sergeant major they're scared of you yeah so like no matter what rank either in the navy uh e7 through e9 all first name basis they're all the chiefs and you can attest to that uh you know they're all first name basis because they're they're more like a family than anything else Um, yeah but like like the cgo community the separation happening in the army the separation between uh them and like e6 and below or officer uh officers mess mm-hmm. is uh is pretty stark in contrast it is until you get to like my level where i'm the what do you call you sergeant major in the army yeah e8 yeah so oh that's an e8 so e9, i'm an e9 yeah so you're a chief for us yeah e9, so sergeant major I, i'm e8 the chief like yeah chief mass first sergeant, sergeant. Mm-hmm. yep Chief Master Sergeant, I believe, is the uh, Air Force, Force, right? It's E9, yep. Yeah, so like me, I'm, I work closely with 05s, 06s. I'm on right. a first-name basis with them because of the, that level. It's, it's strange, and it's a little weird to get over. Like, it's still, it's a little awkward still because I'm like, hey, so-and-so. Yeah, we don't have that in the Air Force. Yeah, they call me by first name all the time. In the Army, it's still Sir or Sergeant Major. Yeah. Well, and see, for us, it it only went down. So officers could be first name basis with the E-8s and the E-9s, but the E-8s and the E-9s do not do the same with officers. That's not how it was for us anyway. And that happens in the Navy, too. Like, uh, that... That definitely happens in the Navy where you don't reciprocate that. You accept mm-hmm. that, hey, they're being friendly with you, but you right. better maintain professionalism. Right. Yeah. It, it, well, it's yeah. Weird. And, you know, and it's, but it's also a time and a place when you're around those guys, like all of them or whatever, mm-hmm. you can get away with more than if you have like a lower enlisted there. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. I would never call yeah. my CEO by his first name in front of anyone other than my executive officer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and for us, like I, for me, it just puts more of a personal aspect into it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and with the way that, you know, everybody is nowadays or whatever, they're like, you just called me by my first name. And I'm like, yeah, like it, it, we're, you know, this is, more, it's more personal whenever you say it like that, you know, mm -hmm. and people actually are a little more receptive when you're talking to them and you yeah. call them by their government name. So Jay, Jay says that he, he, I think he feels differently. He says parents that call him by his first name instantly don't want to engage them. So you don't you don't like being on the first name basis with like the parents of your kids. You know what's crazy is all my daughters' teachers growing up, I always referred to them to Mr. Miss, Ms. Mrs. Yep. And their last yeah, name I did all too. the time out of respect. Yep. I, I did I, too. I, so first contact. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see that. You know, like I don't sit there immediately, you know. And go up to somebody and immediately call them by their first name. Because I, I, you know, I would, it, yeah. I would guess, Jay, you probably introduce yourself as your, you know, last name. And then mm -hmm. they probably introduce themselves. Uh, I think you kind of go off of that, right? Like, how do you introduce yourself? Like, yep. Hi, I'm, I'm Mr. or Mrs. So and so. I'm Mr. Or, Naughty. Yeah. See, I would always go, I would always say just my first name, you know? Yeah. I'm Ashley Piper's mom or something like that. I don't know. But I, I still, even in five years, had trouble getting used to the whole ma'am thing. That was weird for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, even today, like, whenever we have, like, a new commander, or we're, like, doing immersion or something like that or whatever, like, like mm -hmm. you, ha that person has two eyes. They can see the rank that's on my chest. Yeah. You know, so I won't even say my rank. I'll just say my first and my last name. That that that's how I'll introduce myself and give my handshake. You know what I'm saying? Because they can yeah. see that part. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and then that right there to me, it gives them that out on what they want. You know how they want to address me by because I don't care. Guess what? You outrank me. You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna say yes, sir. <laughs> you know. Now the one thing that does weird me out is the pilots. Yeah. Pilots want to be addressed by their call sign. Yeah, and, it's always the call sign. Dude. That was I the weirdest have, thing for me. I have some great call signs. I'm Red signs. Rooster. Nice to meet you. Red Rooster. <laughs> red Rooster or Red Rocket? He's a Red Rocket. Red Lipstick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Rebels over here in the corner. I never had a call sign. I always wanted one. It puts one. the lotion on its skin. I think I American know. Rebel is my was my handle on CB. Rebel, we call you Rebel though. Yeah, we Army guy. We call him AG because we're too lazy yeah. to say Army guy. Facts. <laughs> well, but I we mean, have we have to, to make an, ac have to acronym. Make an acronym out of everything. Like I, yeah. I think, like, I think Cam did that one. I think that's Cam. She calls everyone by an acronym. AG, now that you one. have now that you have a camera, you need to go get a green suit. A green suit and become an army guy, one of those little army uh, guys. <laughs> by, by an army guy, like Halloween costume. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, yep. October thirty first. That's happening. I'll send it to you if I have to. Find one. <laughs> that that means I'll you have to one. dress up as Bumblebee. Hmm. And mine is weird though. 
Mine's weird though. No, the transformer itself. Because he can't. I mean, how he's gonna be the car? <laughs> Woggy. I don't know. It, 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 mine's got that innuendo in it, like three different ones. Because my logo is a bumblebee that's in a transformer, but the name is Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, I saw that the other day. They're on TikTok. They're showing like AI uh, enhanced or. They just boost the quality of Ace Ventura, but with AI, and mm-hmm. it looks incredible. But that this Bumblebee tuna clip Wait. was one of the videos I saw. Wait, there's they did an AI enhancement of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. It either. looks so good too. You should yeah. pull it up. Can you pull it up? Crisp. Yeah, you should try to find it and pull it up. Like that would be. We sick. finally we finally watched that movie with our ten year old the other day, and she <laughs> was. Oh my god. Which like, movie? Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Um, we co- we watched calls. When Nature Calls. Yeah. That's a, my favorite one. And her favorite scene was my favorite scene. It, it's the it's from <laughs> it's from it's from when he walks in and, and plays with the food. He's got the, the like the asparagus <laughs> on his teeth. And then and then he does the the puppets, the shadow puppets. <laughs> she laughed her that, ass off at that. That is like just the top of the comedic movie genre like that's that, how i feel too <laughs> those movies in that time are just like the top of the genre i mean the the whole scene where he's like climbing out of rhinoceros ass. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what the actual fuck yeah jc like the oh silver <laughs> i love when he's like riding the jeep and he's like doing this yeah, and then you pan over, and the guy's just chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, and the jeep's like cruising. Yeah, long guy, oh, silver. Jason loved that one. Yeah. She laughed her ass off. Watched a really sad movie. What's that? Oh, no. I watched that man called Otto. Oh, is that is that the uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah, it's yeah. with Tom Hanks. Oh, I got. I wouldn't want to watch that. Watching you have a lovely room of death. Hold on. There it is. Get it on, get it on. Uh, Let me see if I can full screen it too. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Let me full screen. He's got it full screen for you. Do not pass go. Do not pass two hundred dollars. Yeah, liar, liar was good too. Bumblebee tuna. I'm not. There's a couple of them I'm not ready yet to show her. Oh wait, 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 wait. Your balls. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> they have lived in the same state for thousands of years. They did not know about disease. It's so good. Until the Such a good movie. <laughs> Can you imagine that now? Post COVID. What's going on over here? Oh yes. Now all young Wachati warriors must face five days of concentration. Should he lose his focus and fall, he must start all over again. Earthquake <laughs> <laughs> With my help, he could be the best. Could be the best. Bumblebee tuna. So oh good, God. dude. So good. <laughs> but it's, you see how clear and, and yeah, it was HD clear. that is. Yeah, that was awesome. Chicago. <laughs> yes. That is like yeah. the classic. I mean, and, those and comedies he- are the best, dude. And then he takes the fucking, you know, the fucking 
the daughter or whatever, and they start fucking shooting spitballs at the dude. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> dude, I'll pass go. You're all collect two hundred dollars. Well, you did you see all the drama though about them fucking trying to cancel the first Ace Ventura? They're trying to cancel everything because of the trans. Yeah, oh, but dude. I'm like, bro, it's get fucking... the fuck over it, bro. It's the it's like. Jim Carrey, I think, is one of the greatest comedians of all fucking time, and nobody can tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's one of the best physical comedians. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like cinema like, movie comedian, like just fucking hilarious. Yeah, like Jay, liar, 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 liar was a great change movie. everything now. Yeah, I think I think like comedy needs a pass on all of it. Honestly, it needs a pass. Whatever. Dude, look at Matt. Which one, Matt Rife? Yes, yeah. dude. There, like I said, though, there's a couple of jokes that go too far for me. Like when he talked about, like, there was one particular, I, I remember, I used to, I could sit through some of his jokes and then he, he did this one joke and I was like, okay, I'm done. And it was, uh, he was talking about how there was a cemetery next to a children's hospital or something. He was like, don't put a cemetery by a children's hospital. He's like, put him next to a school. And it was like, I okay, that one was too much for me. Like, I I literally pulled my kid out of school. Yeah. Of, you know, so that one was just, I don't know, that one was a little too much for me. But there's, yeah, there's, I think uh, kids and that kind of thing is kind of off limits for yeah, that. I agree. In my opinion, I agree with you in that. That's too much. Yeah. That was just Everybody else? That was, Fuck we don't them. joke about that. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't feel like yeah. he was, he was actually like, attacking the kids there or like making fun of the kids he was making fun of the society you know what i mean like mm -hmm. everyone hey, all every all their countries are making fun of us for i mean the thing mm. the thing about it is it i attest firsthand right here right it, it, it i can tell you right now the police force it across the entire united united states needs to focus on training yeah like think... that's what they need to focus on like because it is so underwhelmed it is underwhelming to watch the training that goes on and to see, you know, like it's sad, like the military police or whatever. We, we don't get all of the crazy, crazy, crazy calls on a daily basis like yeah. the civilian population does. The civilian police departments do. But yet we have a mandatory 210 hours of training that I have to do a year. Yeah. Now, the quality of that <laughs> training depends on where you're at and who's teaching it. Right, absolutely, yeah, and how it's sold or whatever. Civilian the, PDs don't even have that much that they have to do per year. They yeah. don't. What's the buy-in? You gotta have buy-in, otherwise, exactly, you don't have people. Well, not only that, though, like you can give training all day long, but no amount of training is ever going to make up for a lack of balls. And like, it's let's just, just be honest that there's been situations in some of those cases where. They just didn't have any, so yeah. I don't know when that when it when it came down to it, like <laughs> when it came <laughs> down to it, uh, they just balls. they just didn't they have had it. no balls. Yeah. yeah, do you or whether don't it was you? making a decision, yeah. whether it was making a decision or mm -hmm. taking actual action yourself, they just lacked the intestinal fortitude. Don't we love those words? Well, that I gotta say, fortitude. Yeah, <laughs> people are are in certain jobs far 
in tune too in tune with their feelings rather than their training mm -hmm. rely on your training well, not your feelings they should not be in jobs like that yeah. you can't like takes a certain breed to do jobs like that exactly it's not just a paycheck you know it's you got you got to actually be in in jobs it's like that. not free school i'll go ahead and say yeah. it. you can't be a pussy all nope. right yeah, one thousand percent. You can't you know? be a pussy. It, People die well, if you were a pussy. Just... When I was an instructor, I used to ask one question, like during our introductions and all that stuff. And I'm like, "Hey, I got a question for everybody." And I'd be like, "Do you believe in the saying of you rise to the occasion?" Hmm. And I would have about ninety-five percent of the class would raise their hand and be like, "Yeah, we do." And I'm like, "No, you fall to your level of training. Yes. If you put fifty percent into your training, you're only going to be able to output fifty percent. If you put one hundred and ten percent in, you might get to ninety-five. Yep. You get because in, you have yep. to rely on to muscle memory. And and I tell everyone that too when I you know we do our annual training when we bring new chiefs into our chiefs mess in the navy is. You get out of it what you put into it. So if you half-ass it, guess what you're getting out of it? Half-ass or less. And you're exactly right, bro. You're exactly right. If you don't fucking put your full effort into it, then you're not going to get that out of it at all. And everyone around yeah, I, you suffers. And see, I have the balls to admit that there is no amount of thing that is ever going to keep me out from underneath the fucking table. So I know that I do not belong in jobs that require that type of thing because I'm the person under the table. <laughs> but yet she joined a job in the military where they carry around a backpack full of cash. Yes, sure. that, because they sent you guys with us. <laughs> yeah, you need somebody with a gun to protect money, that's for sure. If they Old gave money the bags. money bags, if they gave the finance officers guns, we were fucked. Like, I mean, let's just face it. If we're in a situation... In a deployed location, and they decided serious enough to give me a gun. We're done. Yeah. I mean, we're done. Like <laughs> we do, we do lockdown training too, Jay. That's the crazy thing is we do active shooter training, we do lockdown training, we do remain yeah, a place do. training, yeah, all it's... all the time, mm -hmm. all the time in the military. On, the whole base I mean, does it. We oh, yeah. used to do nuclear drills. Yeah. That, that's even worse, to be honest. Yeah, like, it is. Hide under the desk. It'll save you. Yeah. yeah. That's me. I'm under the desk. <laughs> put your hands in, or your hand, hands behind your head, into your knees, yeah. under the desk, kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I grew up, I went to elementary school in uh, Southern California in San Diego, or I'm sorry, Carlsbad, and that's where I'm from. Uh, we in california there's earthquakes all the time we had earthquake drills and that's what they have you do get under the fucking desk mm -hmm. get under the desk was, we had drill. Uh, tornado drills all the time and ours was mm -hmm. everybody would get in the hallways and mm -hmm. lined up against the lockers yep 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 so i did that in wyoming too uh when i when i started in sixth grade in wyoming and on um that was that was what we did same same thing man i was like standard practice yeah. Jay, it, it, I want to answer that, but I'm going to wait till you're on the show for to answer some of the questions <laughs> so you have. See, Kim, I'm smart. I'm smart. I know that I'm only going to be in the way, so I'm just going to hide myself and let the experts do their job. Uh, I, Jay, I actually wait, have a list wait, of questions to ask you. The under the desk move means something different to me. 
Are you? I think Camo's oh, alluding just, it to. It just uh, means that I'm. I am the pussy. Oh, okay. Hiding. Okay, that's. <laughs> yes, Wait, I'm hiding. Are you under my okay. desk? Oh, okay. Are you under my desk? Damn. Don't kick I, your I legs guess. out. Sorry. <laughs> For a guy under the desk means something completely. Oh different. no no no! I mean, I'm the one hiding. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> I don't understand the situation is weapon game as far on the chest. I want to yeah. table this one. I, I want to table yeah. it whenever he gets on here. Like I literally yeah, I have a sticky note up ready to go. Let's yeah, talk we're not about talking that. Monica Lewinsky under when the you desk. come on. Yeah. Let's no, talk about not, it when you come on the show. Not Jay. The under the desk secretary. <laughs> Bog says you never half ass one thing. Full asset. Always full asset. Always mm-hmm. full ass. <laughs> I always make a full ass of myself half the time. I mean, it's all right. Either that or he's showing it. One of the two. This is true. You're not a true friend of mine unless you've seen my ass at least once. I haven't seen or, your ass. Or have his balls as his, you know, call thing. Yeah, okay, yes. Cobra does have a picture of my nutsack for every time I call him. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 1,000%. Okay. I need to he's know. like, no, how did this happen? How uh, did he like, get a picture yeah. of your nutsack? <laughs> We need to know this. Uh, right? Third episode okay. in a row, we're talking about tuna's I, balls. I was just fixing to say, and this is the part of the. <laughs> Not, uh, were y'all comparing seams or something? <laughs> the seams. I, I did, it, it was so fucking long ago, I'm, but I'm pretty sure it was something about him, it, it, like trying to play her or whatever. And I'm like, I'll fucking show you these nuts. And he was like, I bet you won't. And so I literally pulled my shorts back and snapped a picture of my ball sack and I sent it to it. And then he goes, this is now my background picture for when you call. So every time I call, it's my nutsack. And this is why Mercedes Bro. will not answer his phone when I call. She don't want to see your balls. Exactly. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't ever tell Tuna he won't do something or, <laughs> or, or say, all right, go for it. Because yep. he will one thousand percent do it. I'm a firm so, believer in that. Just, just know what you're getting is all I'm saying. If you're good with it, <laughs> then go for it. Yep. Uh, let's I, see. I make we dick a new jokes. Viewer. Tuna talks about his balls. Oh, oh, kick butt. What's going on, kick? Kick's one of the homies. He's been around for what three years now. Kick. Oh, nice. It's so they can laugh about it every single time, Jay. the subject has got it we're gonna have to have a segment every week about my nutsack and we're just gonna have to come up with different one day i'll tell you all the vasectomy story (laughs) it's that time for tuna's nuts (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah you want to know cobra says he's not going to come watch the podcast because or listen to the podcast because he doesn't want to hear about tuna's nuts i'm like bro you literally have a picture of him as his call screen and you don't want to come listen to him talk about him i mean i'm feeling like an oxymoron here <laughs> i secretly know that cobra is in the chat weird <laughs> the bumblebee but i feel like he's secretly in here too just put the at symbol in the chat bar and you'll see <laughs> is he in here no oh, yeah no. i have him i have him see? oh yeah i can see all the names That's- <laughs> i'm gonna go grab a water bottle for you right back Oh, he is. I see him now. I do not. Just do C O B and then backspace, and it'll pop up. It's him and Cam. <laughs> I have a I have a number of them in there. I scroll and I can see a bunch. 
What do you guys think of the overlay, the the lack of an overlay? Do you think it looks better? Yeah. So Jay actually said something about that earlier, bro. Yeah. What do you say? Oh, it. I'm scrolling right now. I like just, it. I think it's less busy. It's clean, yeah, he, right? Yeah, it's he, clean. Yeah, he noted something about that we didn't have socials under it and yeah. all that. And I was going to answer it, but I was going to wait for a little bit of a break. But yeah, go ahead, Skip. What? Oh, oh, I mean, why you can, did that? Oh, why did the just because uh, if we add a, a camera or an input like like earlier, you guys saw Rebel add his um, desktop so we could watch that video to it. It doesn't screw up all the cameras. So like with the overlay, I have to cut each camera individually and then move it into its personal its own space. Right. So. Um, without the overlay, when it's just capturing the Discord window, like you can add a screen to it and it doesn't throw it all off. It still all stays on the screen. It just shifts everybody around. Super easy. It lights it up, Cam. I think what he's saying is it doesn't say our names, though. Yeah. Yeah, who it was. It, it's not the free advertisement. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, it, Like you just have to know who's who. Well, I we think, can yeah. make little nameplates. Well, I think what I could do too is probably um, just put a uh, a timer on Botrix, and then just put socials like Twitter socials or something in it. Yeah, got to set up Botrix first. I did. Did we now? Look at the yeah, chat. Yeah, I've seen. It's been. <laughs> oh yeah, I see it now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, well, I, I did just it. See, I well, every time I see Botrix, I see Mom's name, so it's been kind of screwing me up a little bit because it's the same moderator thing. Same <laughs> color on mine too. You guys totally you missed also... that. Peggy <laughs> Poundtown made an appearance in the podcast. Who made an appearance? Peggy Poundtown. Poundtown Peggy. <laughs> oh god <laughs> what's the story what did i miss on the story of pound town peggy oh my gosh so i tony tm you guys know tony tm yeah yep Does, he's fucking hilarious tony's legit he's, yeah, we he, love, tony. He, love tony good dude fucking amazing um shit he's still in a subathon right that guy has been grinding his ass off. He does fantastic content. Anyway, mm -hmm. long story short, he made a tweet about uh, a stream tool or item that you went on your wish list that you wanted. You know what I mean? So everybody's putting like, I want an Elgato Camla. You know, I'd like to have a stream deck or all these little streaming tools, streaming gear, right? And I put, I'd love to have a rubber fist so I could fist bump it every time I get a win and caught <laughs> and this motherfucker says, "Hey, uh, I had no idea. I said I made a post about M and M's or something like that." And he's like, "I'm going to send you a folded up M and M." I'm like, "How the fuck do you get a folded up M and M?" So I'm like, "I got to see this shit." So he's like, "I'll send you one." I'm like, "Cool." So he gets I said I he DMs me on Twitter. I give him my address and. He sends it to me and I'm thinking I'm getting this like inflatable M&M thing or whatever because he's a joker just like me right mm -hmm. so I go on stream on Twitch I freaking uh, I do an opening when I receive this box and what do I get what does he send me this <laughs> 
a rubber fucking fist. That's hilarious. <laughs> that I wonder I now, what kind of store he got that from. That I now fist bump every time. <laughs> Not every time, but when I get wins, we fist bump it. That's hilarious. You got it from Family Thrift. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. I tasted it and I smelled it. It's not party, used. Party Central. He got it from Party Central. Yeah. It's he not got it used. From Cindy's. Got it from, from a, a party. Shop. The Halloween store. A passion Sling. party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got it from a Las Vegas pawn shop. It came from <laughs> Amazon, but yeah. That's what he sent me, this mother. So it was an incognito box. <clears throat> got it. Yeah. It, no, no. There's no suction cup on it. Oh, but Damn. it does stick to stuff. It, it's it, it, the way it's shaped. It's almost its own little suction cup. It, it stands up on my desk over by my laptop, and I just every once in a while reach over. So is it concaved? No, no, it's flat. So you no, can't create flat. suction with it. It looks flat, but it's like it might just be sticky. It's the material. Three M tape will fix that for you. It's the material. I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to nice. put it right here on the wall. So you can turn around <laughs> so and fist like, bump it. You should put it on like a mount. Like uh, those plaque mounts, like the people put their deer or their turkey feather tails on. Oh my god! Mounts, you should mount mount it. That'd be dope. Like red velvet behind it, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but you'd have to mount it to where like the entire stream could see it at all yeah. times, because that would be a good conversation piece. Yeah, that's my... where one of the records are. But yeah, yeah, the problem is you see my walls like kind of full of stuff, so. You could, or you could just put it right under the light switch. I'd have to like jump over and be like, boom! <laughs> yeah, it was a whole you box move, opening, whole hour of box opening. Move the one above the record above the broken one, mm-hmm. down below your painting, and then put it right. Yeah, yeah I could do that. Fill it up, and I can just reach back and be like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right next to but the But you camera. should mount it like a deer head. <laughs> like put a little plaque around it. Plaque around it, yeah. <laughs> good ideas, you guys. Good ideas. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I know your game for anything, Jay. Yeah, I, I think, think it's that me. I think that conversation earlier is a good one for at least mm-hmm. part of it. Well, oh, yeah. from a teacher's perspective, you know. Mm-hmm. I have so yeah. many could questions. I, could I have Jay yeah. build the mount? Anna, 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 from my yeah, perspective, too, because I literally, part of the reason I pulled my youngest out of school is because of, you know, stuff that goes on nowadays. So, yeah, it'd be yeah. nice to talk about all that. With I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you which parent you like, you least likely like to deal with. Oh, yeah. The mom, I bet the mom. Let's save, let's save that one. No, no, well, which parent yeah. of which student you <laughs> Just start taking notes, Jay. We'll have a list of questions for you. <laughs> you can't say that stuff. We can talk about whatever. He said he's down for any question. Whatever we want. I mean, want you can say this. her name is Karen. As long as her name not Karen, True. it's okay. True. I'm not going to. Yeah. I have a certain student mom named Karen. <laughs> We're not going to use government names of people so you can look we'll them up. We'll just call her Karen. <laughs> Aaron and Chad. That's it. Code names. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> and then if he really wants to emphasize it, he'll just say it's Giga Chad. Super Giga Chad. All the Karens, yeah. All the Karens. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Jay, I'm gonna actually send you my number and we can text because that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I you think can ask Tuna anybody has... in this Discord call. 
I think Tuna has everyone's number in the whole streaming space. I'm pretty Tuna sure. Tuna is a phone number guy. Like that is just yeah. his thing. It, it, the have, thing about it is I don't pay attention to socials all that much. So like I if either. I, so like I if my phone goes off or whatever, mm-hmm. and I see that it, you know, one of the other banners besides text, I ignore it. And then I may get to it 10 hours later. But if it's a text, I always look at my text. Like even if I'm in a meeting, I will look at my text no matter what, you know, and, yep. you know, even Ashley and the kids, they also know like, Hey, don't call me during work, you know, unless it's something like crazy. Yeah. You know, you know, now Ashley knows in my meetings and most of the time she knows when my meetings and all that stuff are, or I'll tell her that it's coming and she'll text me, you know, but if I know that she calls, I probably need to bounce out of that meeting because something's up mm-hmm. or I'll call. And if he doesn't answer, if it's an emergency, she'll call I'll text, right again I'll, yep. or I'll text and say, yeah. you know, yeah. Like on Friday, whenever I called and he didn't answer at first, I was about to message him 911, <laughs> but he called me right back. What would we do if we didn't have cell phones right now? Gosh, I know. We'd still have landlines. Right. True. Because I know we don't have a landline anymore. My, I I, my cell doesn't work when I'm in my office. There's literally like one bar and it rarely works so i have to that's why when you texted me one day i got your text because i walked up to the front of the building and i saw it and i'm like what the hell that's why i texted you like call me on my office number oh that's what i was gonna say i was like i even have skep's office number he does he has my number to my office desk (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird whatever i call him and he answers by his his rank and all that stuff and i'm like yeah skep but he's like, oh, I, I don't know who it is. I have to answer it that way. You know? Yeah. Know. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm looking for Skeptile. Skeptile there. Hey, you can't <laughs> deny the voice. <laughs> when he picks up, you can't deny the voice. Do I sound the same on the phone? Just shittier? No, you sound the same. I mean, no. it's, you know, it, there's not a lot of it, the acoustics on the phone are horrible, but I can still make out your voice. So. No, I, uh, my office is poor. Uh, so I get um, an analog phone, which does not have color ID. See, we got VoIP phones. What are you talking about, bro? Up your budget. Let's go. <sighs> VoIP yeah. phones are legit. We spent all our money on Jesus ships. <laughs> Who has a different work voice? I'm literally the same guy. I think here, I do. There, Ashley does. Everywhere. Ashley has a different phone voice. Oh, you do? Oh, oh, yeah. Let's get a sample. And when I'm talking to, like, clients and stuff, I think I sound different, maybe. Oh, well, we need a sample. Yeah. How does she sound? What is it? So do sound? I don't know. It, it, she's more, like, chipper. Oh, hey, I love my job. I do love my job. I'm talking about whenever you were the exec and I'd call you for something. Oh, that's different. Or whatever. She'd be like, like, I could tell it was fake. But not really too much. Nobody else could. <laughs> I have a customer great service customer voice. service voice. Yeah, it was. I feel like you I would. That's a female thing. Like all females have that on the phone professional voice. Well, well, and I did it for many, many years too. So it's kind of in my nature. Well, here's here's what I so Ash, you don't have the um the new you don't have the new annoying voice. You have a nice, uh, pleasant voice to listen to, right? What I'm what I'm talking about by annoying voice is, uh, and I'm not saying this. This is not a misogynistic thing. I'm just saying that a lot of women use a valley speak type of 
tone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They do a growl in their voice, which is very unnatural sounding because it's generally a lower tone, lower octave voice that will do like a, a, a raspy sound, like generally. And then there's like the uplift at the end. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? It's like, mm-hmm. hi. It's like a crescendo. Hi. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, Where I don't really get hard that to listen excited to. about talking to people to, enough to do that, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I love my job. You know, I feel like I'm like a super friendly person when I'm talking to like my clients and stuff like that. But yeah, but I don't like change. Like, I still sound like a country bumpkin. It, I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no getting rid of that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel You're like such that- a redneck. Like the southern accents, more like people are more comfortable around. You know, they it's it's inviting more than like say a New Yorker accent or you know what I mean, or just ain't no accent at all. I think people feel more comfortable around. I it. get a lot of comments about like my accent. Number one and two, I get pretty you know in my in my um, questionnaires that I do after I work with clients. Obviously, one of the questions I ask is you know what made you decide to ultimately work with me. And 99% of them are like after I got off a phone call with you, like the call is what, you know, after talk, actually talking to me is what kind of sold them to, to work with me. So, yeah. Well, but I, I honestly think that, babe, like a lot of your accent, like your, the thickness of it kind of goes away in your customer service voice. I don't. I, 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 I really think it does because you're very well-spoken. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know when to put in those little one-liners once you get a feel for those people, you know. I think until I... I... Go ahead. Until I walk on the camera and then everything goes out the fucking window because I just fuck it all up. So I think when I get really excited, it all kind of goes out the window, though. So, like, even with my girlfriends, like my work girlfriends, I'll send them a voice memo or something if I'm really excited. And sometimes one of them will come back because one's from California and one's from like Georgia mm. and Hannah sometimes she's like oh my gosh Ashley your accent in that voice memo is just like really really thick <laughs> and I'll go back and listen and I, I sound like a damn pan of cornbread man like yeah. <laughs> there ridiculous. it is <laughs> <laughs> all right babe, but Cam Cam didn't have like a southern Georgia voice really no, I hers didn't is not that thick, Georgia. It's not a super not thick, thick deep South accent. I didn't think so. No, babe. Say, it, it, what do you what do you do every five thousand miles in the car? You change your oil. Oil. <laughs> it's oil. Okay, but do you want to know why? Okay, what color my, are you? Here's what my. What color are you? I'm white. White. <laughs> here's my rationalization for the oil, though, right? Why would you bother going through all the trouble to say oil? When you can just say, oh, <laughs> it's efficient. It's so much more efficient to just say, oh, because here comes the South. Or fixing to. It's one less fixing syllable. To. Why fixing bother to. saying fixing to when you just say fix? My, my old commander. Okay. Funny story. My wing commander, whenever I was the exec in Misawa, the first time he said, he heard me say, because I'd be talking to him and he'd be like, you know, did you do this? And I'm like, oh, I'm fixing to do that. And he'd be like, you're what? <laughs> This this oh six. He was like, they don't he thought it was he thought it was the funniest thing ever. He just he just kind of giggled about it, you know, because he was like fixing. You know, he just thought it was funny because it's just 
the way I talk, it's my accent, you know, or not my accent even. It's just how I grew yeah. up, you know? That's, but yeah. That's what I love you about the bring... military, man. You get people from everywhere and you just mm -hmm. learn about everywhere, everyone from yeah. everywhere, countries, states, mm -hmm. wherever. It's mm -hmm. amazing. There's no other place you can have a barbecue, have grilled chicken, ponset, oh. lumpia, fucking uh, sushi. Like, that is so true. This is all the shit. Yeah. A like, crazy. It's fucking, they're amazing. Uh, bro, I hate potlucks. And military so potlucks are the best. Yeah, but it's so much work because everybody's like, oh, hey, can, can we get your gumbo? And I'm like, God damn it. Like, can I have saying. the day? Can, like, can mm. I have the day off? <laughs> you make gumbo. This guy makes <laughs> I need tacos. This dude makes pancit and mm -hmm. lumpia, and this guy makes bulgogi. Like, it's just the food is just fucking amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, well, in in Japan, that was like the thing because you know in Japan it's all broth based, right? So we're like, oh, this is a broth. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, it's a roux. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, hey, can we bring your? Can you bring your gumbo? And I'm like, Jesus Christ! And so I go to my boss. And I'm like, hey, bro, I need the day off. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm making gumbo. And he's like, yep, okay, you're good. And I'm like, damn it, why could you just say no for once? Worth it. <laughs> I mean, you need the day off just to find the ingredients in Japan, wouldn't you? Uh, oh, so I, I actually did really good trying to find it. So I, I didn't make my own roux when I was in Japan. Uh, my aunt would actually keep a constant supply of it, and she would ship an already a jar that you use. yeah a jar oh, nice yeah so and I mean and it's not bad you know because you know roux just freaking roux a pain in the ass yeah you know just flour water and fucking oil and some seasoning you know yeah. so it's how you season the gumbo really to actually make it better and all yeah, the, exactly all the That's exactly stick ons on the pan. Part of the route as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it, it so i mean it's one of those things like it, and i like a, a a pseudo dark roux when it comes to my gumbo so and that stuff was perfect so i was like but, I, if he likes that saves some time he ended up with me what's a staple in each everyone's like state like the staple food that isn't that the state is <laughs> known for fucking crawfish brisket barbecue brisket i would say uh <laughs> texas would be like Barbecue. <clears throat> buffet. <laughs> <laughs> the buffet. No, it's not. It's cocaine. <laughs> crab crab legs. Buffet crab legs. Oh my god. The buffet. That that's the staple food here in Nevada. Walk. The buffet. The buffet of prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Walk's never had gumbo. I think in Washington it's for me, it's salmon. Like yeah, grilled, yeah. like yeah. either grilled salmon, or blackened salmon, crab, crab or uh, dungeness crab, yeah, coffee. Yeah, crab yeah. is big up there. Nope. That sounds good. Yeah. There's no coffee better on earth than in, in Washington and probably some of Oregon. That's okay, insane. now we need to go to Washington because we need to test that theory. I mean, Skeff's you, house is big enough. You guy, my door is 100% open to you guys. We should 100%. do that. 100%. I'm going to hit all the seafood places and yeah Drink coffee salmon yeah i have like there's like literally a coffee fucking uh shack every, there's they're everywhere they're fucking they're amazing interesting i'm in the uh, pacific northwest jam yeah, in washington state up on whidbey island 
Yeah. It's connected by a bridge to the mainland, and then the only other way off is by airplane or a uh, ferry. It's pretty fucking sweet. Mm. Jay said so. And that's like your retirement home, gone. right, Skip? Didn't y'all? That's because y'all were just yeah. buying or building that when you were in Japan, right? Yeah. So, uh, no, I had my other house. Um, we were looking. This one was a new build in a neighborhood okay. we tried to get into. We'd put an offer on before in a different lot to have the builder put up a new mm -hmm. house for us. Mm -hmm. um, it fell through because the neighboring person that bought the lot next to us was a real, um, he's an interesting cat. Um, he's currently he's a building. Bag. I'll translate. He's, he's, he has still building his like $4 million house down the road. It's literally Jesus. three stories high is fucking just crazy. I'll have to show you guys a picture of it sometime, but um, it's ridiculous. So, so basically, what I heard out of that is Skep is rich. Got it. Plane <laughs> no. tickets, and we'll be there next week. I mean, he is an E nine. <laughs> yeah. I still make him be a. You need a land living gardener. I don't. I'm young enough. You can make still adopt a lot me. of money in the military. Okay, you know this. Yeah. You do when you're E yeah. nine making Washington BH. My BH and is not that much, dude. Not compared to like other a, places. You got a sugar mama too. This is true. Uh, he does have a sugar mama. That's how what so, it really comes down to. So, uh, yeah, we got the house. Uh, this one popped up. Like, wow, it fell through. We're like, shit. So this one popped up on, like, Zillow. And I'm just looking. And uh, I was like, it popped up, like, one hour prior. It was just posted. I'm like, we got to go look at this house. It's in the same neighborhood. We need to go look at it. Uh, it has, you know, it's just under an acre. It has uh, panoramic ocean views. And uh, it's... a pretty big house it's like it's three thousand square feet um and it has a daylight basement the whole one side of the house is all windows it's fucking nuts um uh, so we even looked at it and put an offer in that day and the builder knew that we our deal fell through on the other lot so out of all the offers he had he took ours because he knew that that was that we were trying to get a place there and it was going to be our spot like forever so um yeah. but yeah so right now we're just you know this is the spot you know what i mean i can't uh, i can't wait for that i'm excited for that one day yeah like build a house we actually want and i'd love to like either be near water or mountains or something and it's i want a back porch that i actually want to go sit on you know I'm i will like, i will tell you what if you guys like so I'm kind of like, um, I don't want to say numb to it right now, but I will tell you that after What's looking, it, Hogwarts? <laughs> after looking uh, at it every day, all the time, it's hard to be as ecstatic to see it. Yeah. But when you bring somebody by who hasn't seen it, they're like, holy shit. Thank and that ex excitement, like you relive that yeah. excitement. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if you've gone to Disneyland, like. 50 times you're like oh it's Disneyland but someone who's gone for the first time you're like they're just in awe you know what I mean but and I but feel like this, we go through as like that's from my island in my kitchen no, go look on his Twitter he posted that one oh yeah. I need to go look anyway I, feel, I was I feel like there it's like eating chips and like <laughs> I was like that's fucking beautiful every once in a while you have to it hits you. yeah every once yeah. in a while I look out and I'm like god it's fucking just 
amazing you know it's definitely calming and sitting out on the deck and just chilling out drinking coffee is just it, it's like meditation that's what i'm looking forward to one day and i feel like we as military people especially like long-term military people that move you know for yeah. over 20 years right like we don't have that nothing's permanent everything's temporary mm -hmm. so even if you have a nice house in the meantime it's still not like yeah home home you know so like i'm still waiting on that like so that's another reason why every time he talks about like staying here i'm like no like after 20 years like i am ready to like <laughs> i want a porch that i want to go sit on and drink coffee <laughs> like, yeah. i don't i don't have that you know i want that so bad one day it's definitely like a lifelong thing you know what i mean you you work mm -hmm. your life for stuff like that you know what i mean well and we're fortunate too because i think you know, if as long as you at least attempted to be responsible, yeah. then military people have that opportunity at a lot younger age than a lot of other people. Yeah, you you can do well if you just do smart things. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be smart all the time, but most of the mm -hmm. time, if you're smart, like you can do well. You know, not as well as a lot of people can do. I mean, uh, but but you can do well and be comfortable. And see, know? we should have. That's one thing we should have done when I was in the military. See, I when I joined, I fully anticipated doing 20. I mean, I'd, I was 28 years old. I had already switched my career like three times. I was like, this is it, right? So, you know, I was an 03 at, when I got out. I was an 03. He's an E6. And I mean, we made more money than we know what, knew what to do with for people our age. Like, you know, we could... Oh, but yeah, dual mill income. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we it's, were making really good money. It's comfortable. It's very comfortable. But because, yeah. but because we expected to live that way for a really long time, we didn't necessarily, like, put mm -hmm. a lot of effort into, like, saving or not yeah. being spontaneous when we wanted to spend money. Like, if we wanted two 65-inch TVs and two brand-new Xboxes, we went and bought them, you know? It was like... Yeah. And then after I separated after five years to start a business, now I'm like, damn... We just, we don't, we're not, we're not really balling anymore. <laughs> it's not quite the same. <laughs> so it'll be a while before I can build a house, but you know, because when you're a business owner, you have to have like, you have to jump through extra hoops to like prove your income and all that junk oh, yeah. to be able to get a loan and all that stuff. So I know One Rebel, Rebel's, Rebel, what, how many acres you guys just pick up? Like 20 29 and a quarter. That's so awesome, crazy. That's a lot. 29 and a quarter, and they're going to build a uh, house with a three sides wraparound porch. Uh, like a farmhouse style? Yeah. And then oh, they, she wanted all the way around, but then you can't put your central AC yeah. and sit on that side of the porch. So might as well not even you save the money and not even have the porch yeah. on it. Jay, are you a communist? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> See, commune. I, I would like that as live. a family commune because I'm going to be living on that property with them as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Family is different. Like, yeah, I honestly, that would be awesome. I just want to go pack up and, like, fuck building a house here. I would 1000% pack up when he retired and just move to, like, Spain yeah. and just retire there in a condo on the beach or, you know, something Puerto like Rico. that. Done. I don't, I don't want to live in a different country. Oh, I do. I absolutely. America is just, I, I, America has now become a place I would rather visit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, do Puerto Rico. You still get right. like 
all the benefits of being with America, but you know the taxes are way cheaper, lands better, you know yeah. their own laws. So Portugal, uh, Spain actually has a lot of benefits for mm-hmm. um, expats. They like highly, highly encourage expats, and you can do like dual citizenship. There's a lot like we because we've looked into going to like Spain after like immigrant here and there because. The problem is, is it's becoming like a lot of those expat countries where it's getting, you you have to find cities that aren't overrun with expats at this point yeah. because a lot of people are doing it. So, and it's a really popular place to go. So I'd, I'd like to, over the next couple of years, visit a couple more of these places and kind of, you know, choose from there. Cause like, we know we love Mexico. We did Mexico. Mm-hmm. We know we love Thailand. I'd Thailand's love to go to beautiful. Bali. Oh my God. I would love, I can't, I'm still waiting for him to take me back to Thailand is beautiful. Yeah. I yes. love Thailand. Maybe that's for the only our, country I've been to. Maybe for our 20 year anniversary or something. That's where me and the wife <laughs> are going for our 20 year anniversary. She got so Bali. loud I could actually hear her. <laughs> We're going to Bali for our 20th anniversary. Is he taking oh, a dump? He might be. Please tell me. I, I want to go to Bali so Still bad. got like two years, but you know. Hey, there you go. That's us. When's your anniversary? Uh, how many? What days today? <laughs> like, it's twenty twenty three, bro. <laughs> in like six days. Oh, and it's your eighteen year. Yep. Okay, so ours is on the ours is on the twenty eighth of this month, and it is also our eighteen year. Gosh, dang! Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. That's a I long keep telling time. him he's got to he's got to make a a honest woman out of me and actually marry me one day. Like, not at a courthouse. I I get it. What you're saying it's, it's sounded funny too. <laughs> like have an actual wedding. Yeah. Yeah, an actual wedding. Yeah, we did not. You can have, have a wedding. it. At, you can have it in my house if you want. Oh, that'd be awesome. We should do that. <laughs> in Washington, we'll yeah. all come up. Hell yeah! We'll have a party. I would do it totally do that that was the worst part of like being a web designer for so i work with a lot of like wedding photographers and stuff um so like every time i go through their because i have to go through their you know image their albums and stuff like that to pick images for their websites and stuff and i'm always like (laughs) 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 like going through all their albums because they're all so pretty and nice and i was like we never did that like we literally got married moved into a, a house together and then both went back to work the next day. I was working at Sonic and he was working at Best Buy. And it was just so. And then a month later, he left for basic training. I feel like 20 is like the good year to do that, right? This like nice round number, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Two, 14 years. Hear that? When we took our honeymoon. Yeah. He, hopefully he's listing. I, yeah. <laughs> 20, 20 years. Maybe. That's that's wild. That's a long time. Like it is twenty years is a long time. And our oldest daughter graduates from high school the same year. Nuts. Oh five J. Wow. Shit. My my son will be a senior. My son will be a senior this next year. Oh, yep. Ours is starting her junior year. And my daughter will be a freshman. This coming year. Isn't that so sad when they start their freshman year? 
No, I just think, oh, only four more to go. See, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm the parent going, like, I have an older, I, my oldest child is like, she can't wait to, like, move out and get in, be independent. And, like, she's wanting mm. to pay for her own things. And I'm still like, let me pay your cell phone bill. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not ready. Like, you don't have to leave as soon as you turn 18, you know? Mine has her room. As long as she wants, she's going to college, school, whatever. Like I'm like, I just tell him like, save your money. You yeah. know, you're getting my GI bill, so there's there's that for you to do school with yeah. and like save your money up. So and see, we've got Tuna's GI bills for the girls because I can't. I have a mm -hmm. GI bill, but I can't pass mine on because I didn't do an, an, enough years. But if, yeah. Um, but he can. And so, and I'm like, if Piper doesn't go to college, then, you know, JC can use it or whatever. But mm -hmm. I'm like, as long as like, after she turns 18, even if she's not in school, as long as she's like contributing and think, you know, oh yeah, yeah. I have no, no problems him, with her staying here. Yeah. You know? Some responsibilities and things like mm -hmm. bills, you know, nothing crazy, yeah. but obviously just but something to feel that amount of responsibility. Yeah. Cause she's lucky right now that like, you know, we didn't at 16 she did not have to get a job. She wanted to get a job. And I was like, that, that's fine. I mean, if you want to get a job, that's fine. But she's fortunate that she doesn't like, she's in a different situation than her girlfriend. Cause like her girlfriend works to pay her own bills. Like at, at 15, yeah. she was paying her own cell phone bill and, you know, buying her own like toiletries. I mean, all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, Piper's fortunate that she's not in that situation. And I don't think she realizes it yet, or she doesn't fully appreciate that yet. You know, because she'll complain about something or whatever. And then, like, there was one day. I thought this was so funny. There's one day she was, like, um, uh, she was she overslept. She stayed at her girlfriend's house, and she overslept. And so she was going to be late for work, so she just called in. <laughs> and I was like, well, just so you know, you know, from a former employer, it doesn't set out good you know, precedent. It, just because you're going to be late calling in, you know, doesn't really help your situation and, or anything. She's like, I know, I'm not going to do it. But I was like, I'm not going to be that parent that tells my kid that she can't stay at a friend's house over the weekend because she might be late for work because <clears throat> she doesn't have to have that job. It is her responsibility to keep that job. And if she gets fired, that's on her. Like, that's I mean. Tough lesson learned. Yeah, she I mean, can't I go like and do things. She can't go and do things, you know, like I don't pay for her gas unless I, unless I use her car. So I'm like, if she wants to be able to go places and do things and eat out and all the stuff, she's got to figure out how to keep a job. I'm not going to force her to do that. Like I do school. Cause you know, school, something she needs to do to you know, check the box or whatever, but having a job at 16, that's just fun money and, and learning responsibility. So like, you know, I told some people were like, aren't you going to like, you know, make sure she goes to bed at a certain time. I'm like, fuck no. She wanted that job. I, she can, if she wants to keep that job, then she's going to have, now will I give her advice? Sure. I'll let her know. Like, hey, I don't think that was a really good idea, but you know what? That's your job. And if you lose it, that's on you. So, no. I had a job at 16. I worked till yeah. 10 o'clock every night. I, had, I went to school in the morning. Like three jobs at like 17. I had three jobs and I was living on my own by the time 18 so like you know i had to figure that shit out for myself i was paying all my own stuff yeah i helped mm -hmm. i worked uh i worked at a junkyard when i was 14 
and then uh, summer job stuff. And then when I was 16, I was working in restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, same. I worked in restaurants. Worked in restaurant, dishwashing, prep cook, line cook after a while. Uh, I was a hostess. Got my driving permit when I was 14, farmer permit. So, yeah, it was crazy. I've had more different summer jobs than people have jobs I did some farming. in their life. Yeah. yeah. I did some yeah. farming. I used to drive a Ford Versatile and uh, plow and cut uh, wheat. So. Yeah, she wanted to get a job when she was 15. She kept begging us. I want to get a job. I want to get a job. I'm like... You can wait until you turn 16. She's like, but I want to get a job now. I want to start paying for my own stuff. And I'm like, the only thing I ask is you wait until you turn 16. And there was one particular time. It was uh, the summer before. It was literally her last summer as a 15-year-old. And I was like, go to your grandparents' house. Go visit your aunts and uncles and see your cousins. This is If you really want to start working at 16, which you're, you can do that as long as your grades are good and all, you know, all the things. Um, I was like... You're going to wish that you had taken advantage of this last summer because once you get a job, mm -hmm. then you are then tied down by that job. And if you want to take time off, you have to rely on them letting you take time off and all that stuff. So she wasn't super happy with us about it, but she survived, you know, and just less than a year later, she turned 16 and she got a job. So and then she wanted two jobs. And I was like, <laughs> you can work two jobs over the summer, not during yeah. the school year, you know, but so... She's grinding. just my little independent kid, you know, but I did that, but I had to, cause I moved out early, you know, it was a different situation for me. She's, she doesn't have to like mm -hmm. that. It is purely for her to be able to do extra things if she wants to Yeah, and my, pay her own gas. Mine, Erilyn, she does like pet sitting and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what she does. Get her little, her, her scratch. Yeah, that she, yeah she did babysitting before when she was too young to have an actual job. You know, yeah. she did the babysitting stuff. Well, and I mean, she's even, you know, with the with the cars and all that stuff. She's like, Dad, I need a windshield wiper fluid. What do I need? And I'm like, how much was it? She goes, I got it. And then whenever it came to, so they ended up giving us the wrong oil filters the last time I went over there. And so she went and bought it her own oil filter so she, you know i to me the way that i look at it is some people are like why are you doing that to your kid and i'm like well she's learning a lesson you know like the whole going to bed like she didn't have a bedtime before school she doesn't make the school guess what she fails out that's her future you know the only thing we're gonna do is tell her hey you need to go to bed otherwise you're not gonna get up I would you know say... and she has always gotten up well, making her go to school is something i have a different stance on like that's one of the things where she gets in trouble you know but yeah. she's never dipped without no. a it, you know no. it's one of those things like she's it never interfered. you yeah. know she's overslept but I would school's say different that's where i'm at with uh Erilyn is like we teach the uh i don't want to call it repetition but the just habit like building the good habit, you know what I mean? Of going to bed at a reasonable hour, getting up on time, making the school, you know, that kind of thing, making sure homework's done before everything else. And just the habit of like, Hey, it's Sunday. You got these chores, you know, the habit of it without having to like remind Rag, or repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Or nag. I don't want to be a naggy yeah, parent. I, I don't want to do that. But she's, yeah, we still have to nag her. She just well, does her thing for chores, <laughs> for chores and stuff. But we were never like consistent with chores either. It was mostly like whatever is her responsibility is mm -hmm. is like like her rats. You know, I don't clean her rat. 
for. That's, you know, and she's, she chose at like, I think she was like 13 or something. And she was like, I'm just going to start doing my own laundry because she didn't want to have to bring her laundry down whenever on the weekends and I would say, Hey, I need your laundry. She's like, I don't want to do it right now. So she was like, I'm just going to do my own laundry. And I'm like, okay, fine. So she's been doing her own laundry for years, you know, and the thing, the way I see it, as far as like going to school and stuff, I'm like, here's, here's my deal, right? You will get up and you will go to school and you will pass mm-hmm. and you will do the things you need to check the, the, the boxes, right? So if you want to stay up until three o'clock in the morning and be tired as fuck when you're at school the next day, that's on you. I have no that like that is <laughs> if you want to put yourself through that, go for it. My, the only thing I'm telling you is you will go. <laughs> now, what state you're in when you're there? Not my problem. <laughs> but well, and, you will and, go. <laughs> I mean, all of us here have, have learned the very valuable lesson of sleep is a very mighty thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I've gone to bed until it's too until it's not socially acceptable enough to right? take naps. Yep. Well, I mean, shit. When I worked for Best Buy, dude, we'd go out and fucking party like crazy. You know, because her and I were actually living our own at that time. I think we stayed up to like two thirty in the morning, and I I was working at Best Buy, and they needed a we had to do a. a all hands on deck meeting at six thirty in the morning, and I like got that I I got the shower, that was good step number one. I got to work or whatever, and like they had you know in the the home theater area they always have that couch set up so you can hear it. Mm-hmm. And I was racked the fuck back out on that motherfucker right after that meeting when we opened, and the manager's looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I might get fired if I don't fuck around <laughs> if I fuck around too much." Yeah, she'll come home and tell me about how she fell asleep in class or whatever, and I'm as long as you pass, I don't care. I mean, it is do it, do whatever you got to do to pass, and everything else is just a consequence on you. So I'm like, you know, it's different than whenever I grew up because you know, like my grandfather was the kind of guy like he was, you know, back in the days of. Like we were talking about landlines, right? He would literally go unplug the phone from my bedroom and take it into his bedroom at night, and you know, had like. See, she was fifteen, so I watched PG thirteen movies. Yeah, I was very sheltered. Um, but yeah, it was very structured and very. But I feel like, I feel like I, I think our generation could handle that. I feel like there's a lot of kids in their generation now that if we don't teach them those lessons now when they leave they're gonna be like what the fuck i don't have anybody to wake me up i don't have anybody to because i felt bad i had a lot of mom guilt about that like i don't get up in the morning and make their lunches and send them Mm. off to school and make sure they get out of bed i'm like fuck that like (laughs) she is old enough to do that shit herself (laughs) you know like i'm gonna you guys want to take like two minutes real quick i'm gonna take like two minutes i'm gonna go grab a drink yeah, and then uh, I already took my ten minutes. Yeah. So, all right, cool. yeah, he could he couldn't wait. I'm just gonna this is gonna I'm gonna try to use this as like a middle point and then cut the the yep. broadcast in half so I can do like part one, part two. Yep, Real we quick. can go back through chat in the meantime. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was I'll doing. Like, I'll be right back. 